What is the matter with you? All right, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Pink Potty. My name is Angela Knight, and here today I have Jojo. She's my good friend. She's a little psycho. She's my dirty secretary. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the glasses. The glasses suit you so. That's well. I was like, yeah. Should I keep them on or take them off? I love like, the glasses on you. Yeah, because you're, you know, you're spicy. The glasses kind of make you seem like you're like a more reserved. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it because I also get sexy uh, librarian sometimes, too. Bro, it's just all the porn scenes. Yeah. <laughs> all the porn scenes. You get all of them. World. Everybody has a bad rap. Yeah. Especially Asians. <laughs> We're apparently shallow bastards. We only care about money, which is true, but we are not all shallow. No. Yeah. I mean, Puerto Ricans have a bad rap. For what? That we're crazy. Y'all are crazy, though. Damn. Are we? You drink... Uh, what do you drink again? Old fashions. Bitch, you are crazy. No. <laughs> You're crazy. Okay, but that's not what like Puerto Ricans drink. I just gotten like a liking for dark liquor as I've gotten older. Yeah, that makes you crazy because you Does said that? no. This is well, this is. I my- think that's scary because like my ex was like, oh, what do you drink, Hennessy now? And I'm like, what does that mean? I was like, I just like to drink dark liquor. No, like, so what you did was you said, I want to be above crazy. I'm going to go to dark liquor, which makes you crazy. Yeah. I said it to you before. If I see any girl drinking an old fashioned, I'm like, yeah. What you got in your sleeve? I know. You're like, what, do you, what did you go through? In what life? have you been through? Uh, Who hurt you? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take our first shot to that. Yeah. Okay. First shot. So you have the pink sugar you said it was your favorite right it is but like it's funny because i tried the strawberry one first and maybe because i just love sweets so you have a sweet tooth i do hence the chocolate i brought yeah i just thought because it was shark week no i mean i use that as an excuse but it's i was gonna buy a whole bag and like you know what it's shark week so and then i was like let me chill and just get one Mm. but if it wasn't to me i would have brought like a whole bag of these Wow. Okay. So you have the pink sugar. I have the pink strawberry. In total, we have tequila, which sounds like death. Yes. So cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to. Is today Friday? Today is Friday. It's Friday. Remember that song? No. 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 Okay, but you look like you did. The Rebecca Black one. Um, I don't know who sings it. It's like it's Friday. No, no, no. That's that sounds scary. I'm talking about like that EDM song that everybody sings. It's Friday. No? no. Okay. No. Let's just take our shot. I don't shot. know. I don't really think about EDM. It's okay. Okay. We did the whole cheer thing. All right. All right. That's not bad. Tastes like ass to me, but the, 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 the sugar is so fucking Sugar is good. good. I just don't like tequila. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You like vodka, right? Yeah. Ugh. But why? Is it just because it's healthy for you? I don't care about the healthy healthy, part. Not even healthy, but it's just... The vodka that I like, which is kettle one, doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. It tastes like flat soda water. I think that, like, I don't know, like, clear clear liquor just really tastes like, like, um, like rubbing alcohol to me. Okay, that's what tequila tastes like. It tastes like caramel rub alcohol to me. Yeah, but the sugar makes it taste good. I'm just going to lick this. I don't know. It's like spraying like cologne on the stinky guy to me. Yeah, that's what, that's what like. That's a really good analogy. I should really just change my career and just be like a Dr. Seuss writer. Book no, writer. you just you. I feel like you can't stick to one career. You have too many talents to do that. Oh no, baby, it's not talent. It's called survival mode. Well, I guess not me. 
No, I literally think that's what it is. I'm still on like survivor mode right now. Oh my god. Okay, what oh. are we gonna? I want. I want to try this one. You wanna try it? All right. She wants to try the mango with sugar. With sugar. <laughs> this is so good. Well, the face you make. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. I like. I almost ate the entire thing on Monday. Really? Yeah. I got like you need to chill out. Cause I was supposed to share that. Mm. That's so good. Mm. Which one's your favorite? That one? Strawberry all day long. Yeah. I love this. It had to be pretty. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was listening to the podcast today. Okay, tell me about and it. And you guys were talking about how social media is basically a dating app. Yeah. No? You don't agree with that? I agree a thousand percent. Okay. Were we just talking about this on Tuesday? Were we? Or am I tripping? Probably tripping. I think I might listen to your podcast. Huh? You were saying something about this on your podcast. Probably, but I don't remember. Or maybe I'm having deja vu. Don't listen to me. I don't know. But I have this thing where... Some, so there was this viral video of this guy. I don't like his demeanor off of like fresh and fit. I don't like how he says things. It's just too like derogative about it. But he's saying like to be in a relationship... Um, you can't have social media and everybody was bashing him for it. But in a weird way, I kind of agreed with it because my ex was really into social media and I was not a big fan. And at the time, like you didn't know me at the time, but I wasn't really big into social media. I wasn't really big in advertising and promoting mm-hmm. like any of the products on because I was like really cringed out by it. And him and I we were dating. And I just couldn't stand the fact that he was like a meme king. Oh, was he? He was a meme. Like, every okay, time. Okay, so I wanted to know when you said he was very active in what sense. Because I think it's very so unattractive. This is what I hate. I feel like this is why I hate social media. Because people use it to personally get close to you. And then, like, use it in a weird way where they want to get to know you. But then, like, how do you know I'm even your type? Like, why can't we just be friends? But this mm-hmm. is thing where guys and girls can't really be friends like that. I hate to say it. And when I say that, I mean, like alpha men and alpha female just really mm-hmm. can't be friends from social media like you just don't see two good looking people like you look good no everybody questions it i look good mm-hmm. let's just be friends like who does that no it's really hard really. yeah so it's hard so he was on social media all the time and we were friends on social media for two years mm-hmm. we were friends for about two years on instagram and next thing you know this um, is your ex that you're we're not gonna talk about time frames but he was right. an ex <laughs> we don't need to talk about the time frame like joe that's yeah. un- that's unimportant. We'll just leave that alone, Jojo. We'll just leave it alone. I realize I call you Jojo and someone else but calls you Joe. Er, okay, you call me because I that's what I tell people to call me. A lot of people choose some people say Joe. Um, but it's I have every group of friends calls me something different. Like I have a group of friends that calls me Joey. Like, <laughs> yeah, like nobody calls me by my name. Like oh, I have well, I have a thing, thing for Jays anyway. No, but I so. like Jojo too. So that's why I told you call me Jojo. Okay. Yeah. It was good because I looked at your Instagram when we first met. I was like, Jojo it is. Yeah. You were like, who's Joe? Yeah. I liked you though when I first met you. So. I did too. Like I was like, mm. it was like some, I was like, mm, I want to be friends with her. It was like <laughs> a lesbian eye contact when I was like, but you know, you look very intimidating. Did I really? Yes. I get that a lot. I you get, have like, this I little vein I that got... pops up right there. Oh my God. You seen that? You realized my vein? I've noticed the vein and I was like, oh, she feisty. Yeah. You were so like chill though that day. Because I wasn't comfortable. Yeah. But you looked comfortable, which was weird. I was comfortable with Marley, which is the girl that we did the first, my first podcast with. Oh, that's who was there? Yeah. I did not remember that. Why did I remember seeing you with somebody else that had the husky? Were you not there with that person? No. no, (laughs) Your timeline is all off. Yeah, it's okay. I'm getting a little old. No. (laughs) No. No? 
So the girl that did your first episode was there that, that day? That was Marley. Bro, Marley was the one who was like, hey, I know someone you should bring your song. Plus, I haven't had authentic tacos either. Yeah, those were really good. Yeah. So I walk in there and I see you and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's this? And then all my friends got jealous when I became, like, I, like we <laughs> became, like, cool on Instagram first and we're, like, randomly talk. Because I was like, wow, this girl does everything. Like... <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do this and that and that. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I was just, like, so impressed. It's always so, like, cringy for me to talk about everything. There it I is. I could tell you don't take that well. No, so here's what it is. So I was talking to someone, a customer today. Yes. And she was asking me. We were talking. I was roasting some myself. And then she was like, stop, bro. Like, don't be like that. And I was like, listen. I was like, only insecure people can't talk about themselves and roast themselves. Like, sure. I feel like I'm very secure at myself. I'm not worried. So when I roast myself, it's this cringe to bring myself up to this. Like, mm -hmm. everyone sees me for what I am on the surface. No one really knows me for who I am exactly. Yeah. And regardless of whatever you see on social media, I just don't feel like that is truly me. Okay. So what made you open up with me, though? Like, because you what made it easy for you, you? ask questions it, i'm not sensitive about subjects at all it's okay. just if you ask you know most people don't ask okay most people just project that's mm -hmm. what people do they project how they personally feel what they don't have onto me mm -hmm. like how could you do that why would you do that yeah. okay you're telling me why i shouldn't do something because you wouldn't do that but you're not telling me why i have a question why would you do that Ange? it's not from a concern point of view it's more like that's so stupid. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's like a judgy. That's yeah. what people do Got usually. It. And I noticed that. And I'm like, eh. Because of that, I shy off from people because that tells me you're not at the certain step in life yet to even get near where I'm at. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and try to teach you what I'm going through because this is something that I had to learn through survival mode. And it eventually got me here, which I'm like, I like how I feel now. Mm -hmm. I hated how I feel before. And it was a process to growing up. And I feel like a lot of people don't go through it they just complain about anxiety and depression yeah. anxiety and depression i'm like you know the steps to passing all that is way more revelating once you get past the depression and the anxiety part mm -hmm. you know the pills and all that stuff people do nowadays apparently tampa's like the drug yeah everything that, i just saw that um and then i like you like with the drinking and all that type of stuff that's why like I, I've seen such a change in you since I met you in a good way. Like, um, I've seen you go through like different phases. So when you say you feel more like comfortable now, mm -hmm. what caused that? Like what, like when I first met you, I feel like, I feel like you're coming into your, into your own in another I, level. So when you first met me, I'm the only social person in my family. Mm-hmm. So I had to like go out to door to door to restaurant to restaurant, people to people. Because this is like right when this started, yeah. right? Yeah, when we pretty much met. Like when it, it had started a year before, but we were doing it like to small grocery stores. But when you met me, I was being more open to going to random food trucks and going to restaurants and walking into bars. And I was pretty naive about it because I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw the rawness in people. I saw the the fakeness in people mm -hmm. i saw a lot of things that that turned you off it turned me off but i had to hold it back from my family my family couldn't know because they were like saying oh you can can you can do it but if you want like no big deal in a way it was kind of like a backhand compliment like oh, we don't yeah. think you that. can do it but like you can try if you want to mm -hmm. but i don't if you ever challenge a girl oh you can't do this yeah you're right i can't do it anyways mm -hmm. you challenge a guy i bet you can't throw this football the guy would be like 
I'll bet I'll show you how far I can the football. Yeah. That's, that's something that I've had to adapt because for women, it's offensive when you tell them you can't do something. You're right. That's a good point. You're stopping me from life. You're stopping me from going. Yeah. Then challenge me. Show me that you can beat this. But women usually don't. We usually back down and say, well, someone says I can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to because apparently you don't believe in me. Mm-hmm. But people don't believe in you. You have to believe in yourself exactly. to do it. And How do you expect other people to believe in you if, you, if you're yes. not giving off that same energy exactly. for yourself? So I had to go to every door. I had to go to every place and had to like knock down doors. And I had to I had to deal with it in silence for the most part. When you first met, I was dealing with it in silence. I was mm-hmm. dealing with people letting me down. I was dealing with people closing doors on me. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with people pretending like they owned restaurants when in reality they were just trying to sleep with me. Yes. I had to deal with a lot of that weird stuff in the industry. That yeah, I was the like, hidden agendas. Yeah. And the thing with people in Tampa, and I'm going to call every these losers in Tampa out, and I hope they're listening. Everyone in Tampa that is in like the music industry, the art industry, the whatever industry they're yeah, trying to make. Whatever you want to call that. All they do is gas people up, the newbies that go in, and they make you feel like you're somebody. And they just want whatever freebie thing they can get. And then you see them five, eight years, ten years later, and like they're nobodies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and if you're new to it and you've never got and you don't know your potential, which I quickly had to be like, you need to know your potential, Andrew. You need to know what product you have. So I had to sit down with my family and we had to eliminate all the flaws we had in the product mm-hmm. because you can't bring out a product with flaws because you have people trying you basically. And then saying, well, if you want this, you got to do this and I'll do that. And I'm like, all because I have a flaw in this product, but then we fix all the flaws. And this one thing I've learned that if you have a flaw in any form of way, yourself, your product, Anything you're displaying, anything you're selling, you have to fix it before people get to it. But that's the thing with the generation. It's always like, oh, you're too hard on yourself. Everybody wants an award. Everybody wants to feel like this level of sympathy. So how much of what, how much of that, like you getting rejected and you getting all this, how much of that did you really feel was useful that made a change in what the salt is now? Like, did you feel like 80% of it? Really? 80 to 90, honestly, the 10% was not necessary because that was just emotions. Okay. And most people see like emotions aren't important or they are important. Yeah. Because you're tight. Like, yeah, you're having emotional attachment to this. Like, yeah. And it's painful when someone says, Hey, your kid can't dance. And I'm like, ah, yeah, it's offensive. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm gonna put my kid in dancing lessons now. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. like hey your salt was wet and i was like wait it was wet and the reason why it was wet was because we had fresh 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 like juicy peppers we would grind it fresh and we'd mix it we didn't let it dry wow so our product was wet and i didn't i i had to like sit on my family listen i know we like the fact that our, our product is fresh fresh but we gotta let it aerate out for it. we've got to dehydrate it first and then mix it in and they're like no i don't think that's a good idea i was like trust me like when it gets wet like when it's wet on the rim like it looks all refreshing on yeah it, it's back to life but like that was something that i had to just paint the picture for my family to see that because at the same they're like i don't think that's a good idea like my partner was like i don't think we should dehydrate it that takes away it from our brain I'm like you, the people don't know like your taste is out of 10 mm-hmm. the average person's taste is out of three or that's two a good point, yeah and like as long as you give them a five or a six they're happy why are you giving them a 10 that's true not everybody has that same palette as because as if i give them a 10 it's going to take away from the quality of the product because in my eyes, it's a 10, but somebody else is like, that's not a 10. Mm-hmm. It's wet. And bartenders are like, it has to be dry to stick on the cup. Oh. So in my eyes, the product giving it to a consumer is not my favorite, but I realize that it is a 10 in everyone else's eyes. So I had to like lower my standards down because I'm, I'm being, I'm too hard on certain things mm-hmm. to where it punish. I punish myself. Yeah. So I feel like you're harsh on uh, like, yourself in general not just about your product yes so that's the thing i tell people all the time like if i'm gonna be hard on everything around me don't don't judge me when i'm hard on myself because Mm -hmm. i'm hard on myself but i'm realistic about it i i shoot 
I want to tell myself, I'm going to throw the ball as far as I can to that. But if it only gets halfway, I'm so happy the fact that I threw it. Mm -hmm. But all people hear is like, oh, she wants to go above me on. Why don't you allow people to dream that far? Exactly. Why are you stopping me? Why, Why? are you trying to minimize my dreams? Like, you should move out it. the way. Exactly. Support it or move out the way. And that's where, like, since you met me, that's the massive change that I've had. Because I just mm -hmm. feel like I'm not going to wait for people to tell me how to carry myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm also not going to act shy anymore. The shy Angela is dead. Mm -hmm. She's gone. So when I met you, would you consider yourself a shy? I was, a very, shy? I was very shy. Wow. Because I, I wasn't, you know, what the, I wasn't confident in the product. Mm -hmm. Now I'm confident because we are in places where I'm like, if this place has it, then I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my friends has the, the, the Lucan store. Mm -hmm. They're selling out the shelf. I'm confident. The way it is selling on Amazon, I'm confident. And I love it's, that. It's not even people from Tampa. That's it's people outside. I have Connecticut. I have Jersey. I have... Um, in the most random places, The right? most random places. I love that. So I'm, I'm telling myself, like, you know, Steve Jobs wasn't selling his iPhones to people in his zip code. So why am I trying so hard to please people around me? That's true. So you, w you were trying here first. Like, you would have... I was trying to be organic about it. I was like, you know, if you can't sell to Tampa, don't even bother selling anywhere else, Ange. That was what I told myself. Okay. And then I realized people in, in Tampa that know you, it's personal yeah it's personal because they're like well i mean i have this this opinion about her i never understood that like people i never understood the like not supporting somebody else like even but, if you don't have anything yeah. going on like that never that just never made sense but to that's me. I what i know. did like about you because i peeped yeah. you i peep everyone from a distance and like i liked how you promote everyone's stuff you yeah. i look at your page your store and i'm like she, she reposts everyone's stuff and i like that yeah like it takes me it costs me nothing to do that um and i do it generally i don't do it to get reposted i don't get it uh, i don't do it to get free stuff or none of that we can tell based on <laughs> your follow count yeah like when i followed you and i was like she doesn't care who she follows who follows her back and i was like you know what respect yeah like and i'm glad that's what like you notice it like i never want to get to a point where like people think that Instagram is like a main event for me. Yeah. Like it's not. But like, what makes it great is that you look good. Yeah. yeah. You look good. Oh, thank you. If you look crusty, I'm like, yeah, you. You're like, no, that makes sense. That's what you're supposed to be doing when you look crusty. <laughs> it, it goes hand in hand, you know. I'm like, but she look good. What's the catch? No, like. It's, I'm still looking for your catch. I hope you know that. I'm like, <sighs> I don't get what the catch is. I don't know. Honestly. Really? I don't. I mean, I think I do. I, I'm like always at a distance with certain things to so some people. Like I never allow, I keep, I keep a lot of things at a distance. Um, unless like I really vibe with you, like with you, Danny, Julie, all my other friends. Like, I don't know. I think it's a big, I don't, I don't make people like, I don't know. Like I don't make them feel like it's, I don't, I'm not attracted to like the attention. Like, I'm not there for what most people are but there for. But that's rare because most yeah. people who look good want the attention aggressively. I was just having this conversation um, with, I forgot who it was, one of my friends. Like, I enjoy when I have a woman come in and compliment me because it's rare that girls want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't like, I, I don't sit here and respond to the guys that are, heart irons are telling me nasty stuff on my instagrams like i like the woman that's like you look beautiful or i like what you're wearing i'm always like here i got it from here and stuff like that like that to me is what i feel like i get more pleasure on instagram because girls don't do that like i literally there's so many i have a really close home girl that i cannot stand that she does this like i'll compliment her um and she just always acts like she has amnesia she forgot wherever 
she oh, got that no. yeah that's called gatekeeping baby oh yeah and i don't i don't know why like i'm like i i always send whatever it is to someone because i'm like one like they didn't make that just for me and two we're not gonna look the same and three we're probably never gonna be in the same plane like place wearing the same thing so i don't know like i enjoy social media um like for just like the funniness and i love being able to share people's product like because a lot of it like with you like um ever since i met you like you're one of the um you're one of the few people who've made me like wonder like what i should be doing more Stop. no seriously I, say this, I know and you're like you never take it for what it is and i'm I like i do take it it's i know it's we were just talking about i'm this. having such like a a weird time accepting that okay. i make any impact in anyone's life because i still feel like i'm working on mine oh no and you've made such a like so much on mine i'm literally gonna eat all of this by the way do it um you've made such an like an impact on mine really yeah for real i'm like wow the way that you are always dabbing into all these other different things and i'm like you've made me like look at myself and say like joe you should be doing more than you know, even if it's coming on a podcast or right. taking pictures like what we're talking about. Yeah. And and you're like telling me like you see potential in me that I don't really see. It. And then you're like, you know, you should be doing this. You could do that. You could do this. You know, like what we were just talking about on Tuesday. Yeah. And I don't have enough people in my life um, up to now that have put that thought in my head. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I need to take that. But you know, it's funny. I realized, but maybe I'm wrong. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you know your worth. I don't. Is that what it is? Because I'm like, you don't realize that you're 34. You look good for 34. You don't have kids. You have never been married or divorced. Mm -hmm. You're not out of shape. But you have a small waist and a fat butt. Like, it's 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 voluminous. Like, it's, it's I love juicy. that word. It's juicy. So, if. you have the assets of a trick. But you have the qualities of like a housewife it's crazy like you're just kind of like oh, i'm chill don't worry about it i'm not worried i'm like okay is there an in-between joe like there's an in there has to be an in-between and i'm like how are you not utilizing it more in a sense where i'm like i would i would utilize my time and mm -hmm. i like for you for i told you tuesday i was like if i were you i'd pick up multiple languages mm -hmm. because and you like put that in my head and i'm like on duolingo like i need but to you know that. how juicy and really hot you would be if you just started speaking mandarin to me japanese italian french i'm trying to be the remember i told you i'm trying to be the female version of anthony bourdain you could bro like that's literally but at like, 35 if uh, you're turning 35 like, on in next saturday if you don't start adding these things up it's gonna be like what's the like why now absolutely you know because the whole point because somebody i was telling somebody money doesn't make in my opinion it doesn't make you an alpha i think the whole thing makes you an alpha and some people will, will be successful at like 50 60 70 when your kneecaps no longer have collagen you can't even run like that but you have all this money but it's not the same mm -hmm. to accomplish something when you're still young and even though i think 30s are the new 20s i think that's the best way to feel desired accomplished and fulfilled because it's like you have conquered yourself you've mm -hmm. conquered financially you've conquered all these things off your list you're like oh, i can't believe i did all this as opposed to having a lifelong like you know kim on my story kim is like 40 something almost 50 she is finessing men and she gets all these cool. gucci purses sent to the shop and all that stuff That's, oh really bro no she way. had a louis vuitton bag sent to the shop and oh so she's not married 
she recently got divorced. Oh, so she was living her best life. Yeah. But I don't give, like, I don't praise her because she's old. Yeah. She's an old cat. You've had an old, you had a lifetime to learn these skills. Mm -hmm these skills and who knows wrinkly dinklies that you're sucking sis i don't know what you're having to do to get that bag you're not you're <laughs> not hustling true. this moment we talked about yeah we did there's a smart hustle and there's a there's a regular hustle yep i want to be the smart hustle i want to work smarter not harder exactly. i don't want to i don't want to put in a hundred dollars and only make five or ten dollars out of it yep. you know i i just don't see that being me because mm -hmm. i've worked that and way that's never gonna be you though that's the thing yeah because i just understand like how this how things work now but it took me so long mm -hmm. and and to see other people i'm like i look at, and i surround myself with people whether are on the right track or have potential mm -hmm. i can't be around people who don't have their sh their, their their shit together yep they're doing the same thing every weekend at the same places with but the like, same this people. But this is what people get mad at me about. Mm -hmm. And this is why I say... They're, the same thing's happening with me, though. But that's I realize that you're going to have to piss some people off mm -hmm. with some changes in life. Because I'm saying that people will tell me, they compliment me all the time. Dude, you have some good-looking friends. Oh, so as much as you guys say self-care, love care, love your image, y'all want to say praise you for having good-looking friends. It's the Catch-22. And that's why when they they say like, oh, you're so harsh on big girls. I'm Asian. I'm supposed to be a twig. No, be real. I'm supposed to be a twig. No, you're right. I'm not a twig. So therefore, I'm hard on myself, but not because I don't understand my worth. I just know there's an in-between that I like to be at a healthy point. Mm -hmm. So I'm always saying I need to be in gym. I need to take care of myself. I need to do this. And people are saying like, you look fine. You look fine. You know, the people who are saying that mm -hmm. are always the big bitches. It's always the big people telling me that. And I'm like, you're trying to make me comfortable like you. Mm -hmm. And what people do is they project what they're comfortable, yeah. what they do onto you. They'll yeah. tell you, like, no, you look great. You look great. Yeah, compared to you. Yeah, they don't, they're also not going to the gym and watching what they put in their bodies. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's gone too far. It's with, way too far. Like, Lizzo has taken it to a whole other level. Like, it, there's a difference with, yeah, you could be comfortable, but, like, you need to be healthy at that. There's no way that you look like that and you're healthy. And I and I pro we're I'm pro we're probably gonna get a lot of crap for I this. Care. And I don't care, but like, cause like at the end of the day, like you're not healthy. You're not healthy, and you're truly not happy. But what like makes that. No, what makes me mad is the fact that Lizzo has money. Lizzo, you can go sit at a Michelin she, star restaurant true. by yourself. Yeah. The chubby girls in middle school who follow your fat trend. Yeah. Is gonna be bullied because they don't got money because it's, they can't afford the things you're doing. They can't dance in that little romper that you're wearing on your little music video. Yeah. The rest of these girls thinking that oh. She, Lizzo says it's okay. Uh, you're bashing fat people. No. You're gonna be big. Be happy. Mm hmm. But do not be my friend and be big and be like, can you take the picture again? Can you take the picture again? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You look fine. You look fine. No, I don't look fine. I have friends like that. I don't like that. And that's mm -hmm. why, like, generally people say you have good looking Because I need my friends to have the same foundation as me. Uh -huh. To know, take care of your image. And the thing with bigger people is that they're, like, the the habits that come with being big uh -huh. that I don't like. Exactly. It's the, the comfortability of not challenging yourself. I don't relate to that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like, even not just bigger women, bigger men. How dare you? I wake up at five, six in the morning to go to the gym so I can go to work at like nine ish. And you're going to tell me that I'm supposed to accept you for the way you look. Yeah. Cause you wake up early. Cause you, you take care of what you do. You worry about your pH. You do all that. So has fitness been pretty important in your relationships? Like, so my last relationship, actually most of my relationship, but my last one, we were, we took fitness very serious. So like we know. would work out together, like all of that type I of don't, stuff. I don't like to do it with my partner. When I say work out together, man, like we would go to the gym, do our own thing. Yeah. Are you good? I'm good. Did you like another shot? 
yeah okay. why not but keep talking um we would go to the gym together but we wouldn't do like we only did abs together yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it was a big it was a big way that we connected because we understood like how important it was it's important and and not to, like you felt sexy afterwards like you are you're you feel even better like you have to it, feel great to act great absolutely anyone says when you look like crap you feel like crap. exactly before crap. i left here like i'm like okay it's shark week i feel like crap but i need to at least do my hair i need to do something See, you know what i'm saying but that's exactly. the sexiness that people don't know how to maintain yeah there's nothing wrong once again with being like if you're gonna be big pick make sure your partner is big Ex yeah. don't go pick a leonardo dicaprio and be like what is i mean i'm not person? gonna lie though i do like in probably it's well it's probably with celebrities like if, if i see a fat guy and with like a pretty girl i low-key like that because I feel like that girl's been through some shit. I don't believe in that. If I see a big guy with a pretty girl, mm -hmm. I'm going to say he has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. She's mooching off of him. Mm. People are shallow. Right. People are shallow. I, don't I guess you're right. Says, because I'm not going to name this girl, but I'm sure you know her. Um, and damn, I wish I could say her name. Um, but she's she had a baby daddy. Um, that passed away and now and in both of them they look the same but the guy she's dating now is a big guy and he got money yeah. i knew it <laughs> i is, knew it but i'm like she's like so happy and like See, i've seen her the happiest in this life that i did but then i was like okay he has a lot of money so this is what it is women are in denial yeah women can stay so i said this the other day women will date one guy for three years or one wrong guy for three years and he's all come wrong for her and he probably has one good thing was like oh he opens my car door that's why i date him and i'm comfortable the standards are low for him. you'll date one guy for three years get out of the relationship to find out there's one thing about him that you don't like which is he needs to be grateful for me uh -huh. so you go with that new relationship with that concept he needs to be grateful of me only one new thing you start the whole time wheel over with just one new thing. Be grateful. So you go out there and find one guy who's grateful for you, which could be any guy. Uh -huh. A guy will date three girls in one year, have his cross T's, dots his eyes, all this stuff to find out things that he like and don't like in a relationship because there's multiple girls. Go on to the fourth relationship with the, everything he wants. Yeah. And you'll see that women generally will say that, oh, I'm happy, and then break up with the guy and be like, oh, his dick was small anyways. Oh, he couldn't fuck for shit. Uh, all this yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, so you were in denial because why all of a sudden that when you break up with somebody, all these facts come out about the guy. Yeah. Because you're in denial about it. It's true. You're, you're under their like spell, like until you get out of it. And then you realize that you're like, mm, this is, this doesn't look as good as what it was. Because you, the reality hit that maybe I was settling. Yeah. And the worst part about it is the, when everyone cheats, so the thing with these guys men you'll see them date three different girls mm -hmm. and it's like one that's really pretty but dumb mm -hmm. one that has wifey material but she's too hard like she's the game is too tough okay. so he'll kind of like fondle emotionally with her okay and then you see one really big girl because she's a freak because she does it all a big girl big girl okay oh. and it's equivalent to women because women are women don't know how to do this i guess and they just pretty much date one guy like you're, you're the guy the girl you know mm -hmm. should date the guy that has money because he's a big guy yep because she's tired of being a broke girl and being in love. So they'll say, you know what? Put love aside. I want materialistic stuff. And that's the new thing now is like, I want to date a guy who has materialistic things who can buy me Dior bag. Yep. And you look at the guy and he's like, he looks like a trap star. <laughs> and if you're cool with it, that's on you. Yeah. But I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. It's rare that you see them not, like you said, look like a trap star or some type of like. In Tampa, it's a thing. 
I don't want to be with Trap Daddy. It's gone. I feel like it's Tampa's the quality of men. It's disgusting. It really is. Like me, um, being I guess recently single, I'm just like, yeah, like gross. Yeah, gross. Like I was saying, like the message that sparked the whole podcast with my friends. Like I don't like I didn't. You know, I've always been the person who's been in relationships, like long relationships, yeah. like. Um, and I always mess up because I end up following up with the potential and then I stick around thinking that I could like change no. and that's my, and almost everyone. Right. So coming out of it, I've gotten like a level of like comfortable with myself that I wasn't doing before or whatever. So it's obviously caused certain messages in my Instagram, whatever. Um, and then I sit here, I'm like, I like, who does this work on? Like, is this really like like are are women really catching on to this yeah. type of stuff like or but like this how does why, this go but this is why social media is not good it's not unless you have a business i agree on social media when you're on there it comes off as you're fishing yeah you're fishing true. for compliments you're fishing for love you're fishing for a booty call you're fishing yeah. for something yep and that's why i'm so strategic about it to a certain extent how did you how did you learn where did that come from for you to be so, I guess, knowing you, seeing you from, it's about, I think I'm about to know you for almost a year now. That's crazy. I know. And, and I've seen all these different levels of you, but they've always been just you progressing more and more and yeah. seeing a level of maturity. To I, you. I'm like, how did you, what, how did you learn how to strategically post? Because I caught that on about you and I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I see what she's doing. You know, like like we if I see that little green yeah. circle, I was like, I need to click and see. Yeah. So like what where did that come from? Like where did you start getting For me, no, I, I'm a very slow, I'm a slow learner. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm like the worst Asian ever. I'm not good at math. I can't use chopsticks. Like I'm a slow No, you can, right? That's why we had to make one. Okay. I don't know how to use chop- I I'm like bow-legged with fingers me bro. too so okay. i spent a couple years on and off of social media because i had products before but i wasn't advertising i was spamming my my followers okay or i was too quiet and i spent a really long time not posting i would just creep on people mm-hmm. and then i caught myself i was like angela you're a follower you're basically just following people and creeping what are you doing uh-huh. on social so i turned it off okay and then for like how long for about two years and no then no way yeah but this is while still having products in the works yes like oh. the chopstick when i that when the chopsticks came out i turned on instagram mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh she turned on instagram because she wants followers she wants she you, people know when you're being fake and me and that was me basically being fake saying like i know y'all don't know me y'all haven't seen me in a minute but i got a product who wants to buy this oh, okay i was basically doing that and that's where you mess up right yeah so i spent years just building relationships with people and basically being more low-key about myself Mm -hmm. but understanding like i have a weird sense of humor very dark and for a long time i love it it wasn't acceptable for a really long time yeah like doja cat made it normal to be weird and it was her not her but she's one of the like in this in this era right now. yes okay like my family was very weirded out with me in the beginning when my aunt was like why are you so weird why are you so cynical and I'm like, I'm not cynical, I'm realistic. And I'm Where weird. Did, nobody in your family is like that? No. I'm the weirdest one of all. Okay. I'm literally the weirdest person in my family. Nobody's funny. Uh, that's a bit. Well, I mean, my uncle's funny. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, you're, but he's not your blood uncle no, like that, right? So. No, he raised me yeah. to a certain extent. But yeah, I have a lot of influences from him, from my aunt, like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm the I'm like the product of two crazy people together, basically. Okay. But um, I I'm a slow learner, so I just spent all those years watching people and things. I've noticed mm-hmm. what I like and what I don't like, and I've taken a little bit from each person. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like pyramid scheme stuff where they just spam, oh spam, God, spam. Yeah. And then I see girls who just promote themselves on Instagram, mm-hmm. and like that's cool to a certain extent. But then like when people slide in your DMs, what are you selling them? That's true. You selling them your body. So I. That's so true. I'm a pussy. I know I said no F words, but I didn't F. This is <laughs> pussy. And I felt like when guys hit me with my DM, I'm cringed out because it's like my biggest thing is I don't like to mess with people that know other people. Like, okay. like in my friend group, I don't mess. No, you're smart. I When I was younger, that's different. And yeah, even yeah, anyone yeah. that knew me prior to who being who I am now, that doesn't count. Uh-huh. But I don't like to do that. Like if anyone does, oh, I need to introduce you to home. Nope. No, thank you. Oh, my friend, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with people that know people that I know. I okay. just can't. Like, if you know my family, no. Okay. I'm sorry. That's a no. Because you mob, you probably already humped my friend or my friend's friend. I'm no one sloppy second. I'm sorry. Yep. And even though it's in the past, I just don't like it. So I stay away from that. But I think I'm at a good point now where I've noticed how to use social media. And Yeah, like, you've you've done a really good job, I feel like, with I'm that. surprised also. Where I'm like, I think it's just a sense of humor that's gotten that far, honestly. Absolutely. Like, it that makes you so relatable like you're funny you're you're good looking you're successful and then you add pr- like funny to it you're like Meh, all the way up here it's the mental illness isn't that crazy I how know, it I makes us we gotta take this shot oh sorry <sighs> i hate this i know that's not that bad no tequila is not great it's but with this the sugar yeah, yeah. Sh- I'm telling you, it's like I feel like I'm licking the deodorant off of a guy, <sighs> basically. Like the deodorant's good, but the must gotta go. Mm. Mm. Wow. No. But what I was saying is I love it because when I, I the more that I like um have been around you or seen you, it's like when I read like people's books or like podcasts or listen to them, like when they're getting to like that peak, like like every it's like an awakening like i know where i want to go that i don't have no time for anything no other bs like and the way that you do everything in your life i am noticing that it all is gonna it's all time back to it and i love that because i see a lot of people who get lost in the sauce like they do and i'm and you're not you're like i don't even i don't even want the sauce (laughs) like i feel like in a way and i love that and i feel like that's that that's good you weren't here when i did get lost in the sauce though when i did i i didn't know you you for that okay i there was a period where i did these things there was pocket seas so i would i remember you were telling me about that yeah i would print these pockets out and i would sew them on the t-shirts with different designs on it mm-hmm. at the time i wasn't that skillful of a lot of things honestly mm-hmm. i just was just trying to pay rent mm-hmm. so that's when i got introduced to this ridiculous tampa scene and i met all these losers i'm gonna call them losers because i don't care would hype me up to make me feel like i was gonna be something and mind you these are just regular t-shirts like gilded t-shirts yeah but what were the designs? The designs were anything. Like, there were people who sent me designs to print them out. I made them for, like, uh, for baby clothes. I mean, people in Tampa, they just gash you up, get free T-shirts, basically. Hassled me for $25 really? for a T-shirt. And I had to deliver. And I was like, why am I doing this? I was just trying to pay rent. No, people really hassling for you for that type Dude, of Dude, when I was younger, 
I, I am an ass, but I was a pushover in ways because like I I try to see the good in people and I try to do better. For I noticed that you give everybody a, a chance. chance. I give everyone a chance. You really do. And I admire you because I was talking to you about this, like people that we mutual, like we have people that we mutually know. Yeah. And you're like, I just give people at least one chance. Like you yeah. never know what you're going to pick up from that. You don't know. So I don't want to be like that. You never know what people are going through. And sometimes yeah. they need a little bit of your enlightenment and your like your path that you're going through to enlighten them so i'm like you know i feel like i've been through a lot and i never use that as a crutch to be whatever never, people think i'm yeah. supposed to be but at the same time when i notice someone going through you can really recognize who's going through what when you talk to them and there's some people who are just simply not doing enough mm-hmm. and there's people who are legit i need help and way the problem with so much everything right now i think with the world is there's so much negativity and there's so much people being selfish what drives me nuts is we're so privileged nowadays. We oh, have so God. much access to internet. We have therapists. We have Wi-Fi. We have TV. We have parties. We have raves. Yeah. Why is everyone so deprived of happiness? Well, here, you know what's funny? Because, like, I go back home to Puerto Rico and I get humble. Like, yeah. I, like when I go to, like, I'm poor in Puerto Rico. Dude. Like, I don't come from like san juan where you see bad bunny and all these people post from like but you know what it is it made me realize that people do better when they're struggling yeah, absolutely so have you ever watched Ani- you ever seen animal planet where the cameraman's watching the baby sea leopard getting eaten or something and yeah. you're like help it <laughs> but you can't disturb with mother nature because when i see people struggling if my help doesn't disturb your growth i will help if it betters it to a certain extent to where it gets to the next, I don't mind helping. Because if yeah. I was ready to throw it away, if it's something that I've surpassed, and if it isn't anything to me, but it means something to you, I don't mind giving it. And something that means nothing to me can mean the world to somebody else. It's so true. And the best way to spread, I don't know, like enlightenment is to be positive, but mm-hmm. not like that spiritual, like God loves you. And there's nothing against the religious nah. stuff. But for people, like I said in my prior podcast, it's like people that are struggling don't see the light. So you're trying to preach to them a language that they don't understand. If you're going to yeah. give a homeless man money, don't bother what he's going to do with it. Yeah. It's not my place to judge. If, if meth makes him happy, go buy meth, yeah. bro. Like, I can't be here. To, if I can't fix you full time, I'm not going to educate you. Yeah, like time. in New York, you know, they give, I have a, um, a best friend. Her girlfriend is a social worker, and she tells me that they give them clean needles. I was so thrown off about that. But like you said, like they're going to do whatever, whatever they, regardless. So like, who you am I to judge you? Exactly. And I'm really big on like, you need to learn people's love language. So if you tell me like, absolutely right now, Ange, this is what made me, uh, $500 make me happy right now. I would be an asshole to try to give you like a gold stick. You're like, I don't yeah. want the gold stick. I want $500. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the gold stick is worth more. It does. It's a principle. That It's so important that I feel like, People don't realize how important love language is. Even in friendships, you yeah. know, like it doesn't even matter. Like I I I think the older I've gotten, I've realized it because I'm noticing I've noticed um a pattern obviously in my relationships yeah. and you know, even in friendships. Um as I've gotten older, I'm like, I need to I need to be more mindful of that because I gave, you know, my way of showing love to all my friends, um, all my, you know, boyfriends yeah. is I'm always, like, present. I want to, like, fix things. I want to yeah. do... That's, like, 
it's funny because most of my uh, exes, they wanted affection. And I'm over here, like, so, cooking, yes, doing these things. And they're the, like... That's the problem. Like, I don't feel love. And I'm like, yeah. how? I'm like, I, I just worked a 40-hour week. Like, I'm helping with your kid. I'm cooking and this and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, meanwhile, like, all I want is a hug. Yeah. All I want is you to kiss me and all this stuff. And it's like, that shit's important. Did you learn from that, though? Absolutely. I learned from that relationship the most out of all of them. And that's the person. He was younger than me. Yeah. Um, but, like, it made me really look at myself because I'm just, like, you know, like, there's so much from that that people don't, don't realize. See it. Yeah. You got to like, learn your partner's love language. And it's so, you know, what's even more interesting is that, like, I grew up with, a, like, very non-affectionate parents. Yeah. Like, their way of loving me was to make sure that I had a roof on, you know, like. The they, immigrants. That's what they do. There's no there's no emotional love in it it's you know and like, my parents like not to be funny like we're like they weren't they weren't immigrants because yeah Puerto Rico's part of the U.S. but they are the minority yes. like they came here with nothing yes. you know so I've realized that all of my relationships um all of my exes they they love their first love language was affection and they were always loving me and hugging me and I was like I didn't know how to take that because I like my mom and my, wasn't walking up to me yeah. hugging me like yeah. you know what I'm saying she was like Staying up with me till 12 o'clock, making sure I got my homework done so I can get straight A's. Like, that was what, you know? So, the older I've gotten, I've realized, like, with friendships and all these people, like, you have to learn how, like, how people need to be loved. Yeah. Like, and a lot, a lot of people don't put enough importance in that. They don't. Have like, you ever gotten cheated on? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Like, almost every relationship. Shut up. Yeah. Do you feel like it was the, the affection part? Um, I felt like I was with... I feel like I was with um, with men that I was too much for, in a way. Like, I was just... Because you don't value yourself. It goes I, back to no, that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I was... And this isn't to dog any of my exes, but it was just... I... It, like, I bring a lot to the table. Like, I've realized that, like, I have, you know, I have a great job. Like, yeah. there's nothing... Like, I moved out at 19... And I have not needed anybody. Yeah. So, like, when I decided in my last relationship that I had to, like, move in and give up my freedom, like, yeah. you know, like, that was a lot for me. So I've learned that I need to learn. I also need to let men be men, you know? Yes. Not and I don't is. do that a lot of times. I'm always trying to, like, I'm, I always want to fix everything. Yeah. You know? I don't know if that's why I got a, a cheated on because... All of them always came back, and obviously they regretted it. Um, maybe it was the affection part. One of the things I don't like when people first start dating, and I'll ask them, like, what do you like? Oh, he's a good person. Yeah. When someone likes you, when they want to date you or sleep with you, they're supposed to be good. Yeah. They're not they're supposed gonna, to be They're going to show their A game. So I'm not going to account that in as to why I like somebody so much. Mm -hmm. And when I was dating this person, I lost myself because I went through a depression. I got I, I lost my family. I didn't have a job. I mm -hmm. started a new place. It was I was being bullied. It was weird. And I couldn't process it. So I lost myself. I gained weight. I was no longer sexually intuitive with, with him. And ultimately that led me to get cheated on. Mm -hmm. And I was angry for such a long time until I took care of myself again. I got back on my feet. And then he lost himself. And then I felt what he felt. And then I realized, ew, this is exactly how it feels like with your partner. Like, I have love for you, but now I'm pitying you. Yeah. And once you start pitying your partner, it's just really hard for you to respect them, let yeah. alone sleep with them. And at the end of the day, women 
women control sex. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Men control relationships. I hate that's to a, say it. No, that's a great point. I didn't because even think if about you, that. You can force your man all day long. I want to be exclusive. I want to be married. I want to be your girlfriend. He's not going to do it unless he knows you're the one. But you control whether how good your sex game is. You control whether how good your sex, yep. your sex life is that, with that partner. That sex can balance that with who you, who you carry yourself on daily is what is eventually going to be like, okay, she's wifey. She's yeah. girlfriend. We're exclusive. But if you don't do all that and tie together and you don't look good, why would they put a ring on you? Why would they want to make you exclusive? Mm-hmm. Because you can beg him all day long. He'll string you along with five other girls. So ultimately what people don't want to accept is unless he's an a beta a beta guy will wife you up in two seconds whether yeah. you are doing all that the standards that takes but uh, most women aim for alpha guys women shoot for guys out of their league even mm-hmm. you know lizzo shooting her game at chris evans sis out of your league yeah straight up like no but she did it because she got money she can do that mm-hmm. but for the most part if you're gonna do that i hope you have all your ducks in a row mm-hmm. you gotta match that person's energy and i'm always big on like people will tell me you do this you do that you do this I do what I do financially, how I carry myself, not because I want to be dominant, not because I want to be the superior. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to ask for what I'm what I'm trying to attract. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like can't be a, a lot of women ask for stuff that they don't even have. No, like, because the guy won't respect you. Like, can you make your own money? The people want to know, can you do it? Yeah. Parents just want to know, can my kid do this before I let you do it on your own? Mm-hmm. Can you drive alone before I let you do it by yourself? Yep. So your partner wants to know, can you make your own money before you ask me for this Louis bag? Yeah. If not, then you're just a sugar baby. And if you're a sugar baby, take the standard that comes with it. Share me with other people. Mm -hmm. I've never been a sugar baby. I feel like it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It probably is. It is a lot of work. A lot of work that I don't have energy for. I think there's certain, I think it depends on where you are in life. You have a lot going for you because you have a lot of standards and I feel like you have a lot to bring to the table. Yeah. But here's where, here's where I'm at in life. I have all these standards. I have all this, like, like I've never been on a dating app. I've never had a one-night stand. I have all this stuff. And here I am at, like, 35, and people are like, you know, you need to live a little. And I'm in this – we were kind of having this conversation when we were doing – when you we were on – was it ever last week or Tuesday, whatever. Um, and I'm in this, like, weird stage of, like, you know what, Joe? You haven't lived, you know, certain ways, you know, in your life. But – at what point do I say like is do I need do I need that experience? You don't. Yeah, and you what you were saying you're like no, you don't need that because you know it's saying? like you're not missing out on anything. What the people that are telling you these things, Joe, are people that are living with the short li- like short lived standard, the short thrills. Yeah, and I'm saying based on who you are and how I know you as and how what I want, you want long term thrills. Absolutely, you want. Michelin stars. You want Italy. You want Bora Bora. You want travel around the world. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. So what these advices that these people are giving you, they're giving you mediocre suburban house. They're giving you paycheck to paycheck advice. Live hard on the weekend. (laughs) Do it look like we live for the weekend? No. Bro, I don't care it's Friday because I still work tomorrow. Yep. And at the end of the day, like only people that work nine to five monday through fridays are like friday 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 yeah but guess what monday comes back around and your life is miserable again and what did you accomplish trying screwing up your liver gaining more weight oh my God. poor eating habits what did you gain from it nothing but yet they're sitting here giving you advice and this is why i don't surround myself with degenerates yeah when people say that i don't care what anyone says but it's like you have to know your worth because then you have a big heart you surround yourself with people who you think like oh i see the good in them 
But you're going to take that good and put it aside because everyone is supposed to be good. That's true. That's not an accountability that I'm not, I'm not going to hold you to. I'm sorry. Because everyone will look up to you when you're doing the right thing. And they're going to say, you know what? I like what she's doing. And they won't even, you won't even know they're looking at you, but they're looking at you. Mm-hmm. But by you interacting with every single person, whether they deserve it or not, you're disrupting everyone's peace of growing the right way, of, of forming into their true self. Because they're like, oh, this person gave me a chance to talk to her. Yeah. So they're like, why should I do better? Because obviously I'm good enough to talk to her. That's a great point. I didn't even think about it. That's what it is, bro. I swear that's what it is. And that's why, like, I've changed so much since you know me. Because since I've changed this way, I'm still very nice. Like I told you, I look at every single man and woman. They're almost quite similar in gender for me. Uh I look at everyone. I put an ugly, fat cousin on them. Mm -hmm. That's the face I put on everyone. Because I no longer disrespect them like i don't i I love them i have love for each person but i don't care for what you have to say Mm -hmm. like i love my little cousin but he's fat as hell your opinion is not valid buddy you're not doing better than me Mm -hmm. i don't want to hump you but at the same time i'm listening to what you're saying so i'm not mean you can't say oh she's mean she's rude yeah my cousin can't say that it was like no it's just my cousin bro Mm -hmm. so it's like when you give people too much credibility and they haven't earned it then they start feeling like Oh, I have a chance with her. Mm-hmm. Now you're giving off mixed signals to people. Women often do that because I want to be nice to everyone. The pretty girl's nice to this guy. Yeah. This beta guy. This guy who doesn't have shit to go for himself. This girl who just doesn't care about her image and she sleeps with the entire zip code. Why am I giving you the time of the day? Yeah. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah, that's true. And I'm no different if I'm mooching off of a sugar daddy and and she's doing the same thing. So who am I to act like I'm better than her if I haven't worked on my own stuff? And you know, it's funny that apparently... The way that I've been carrying myself lately, I've had a lot of people come in my inbox um, where I they caught me they caught me a few days before a shark week, so I was feeling sassy, so I was like responding, and people were like, I've had a couple of people that have known me from my past that now they're like, oh, what are you like an influencer or what? Oh, you only go to dinners with like you know like just like some really hater ass yeah. comments, and I had like it had been going on for like a while now. And, like, this week I was, like, responding to people. I was, like, well, if you're a hater, just say that. Because, like, I know I don't think I'm an influencer. Like, what am I doing differently now that you that you guys are, but like, thinking what, that? This is what sucks is you're making changes. Yeah. But the changes doesn't add up to the, the person's eye because where's the product? Yeah. That's where – this is so effed up to say that because it's, like, you're doing what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. What people see is different they're hating but you're not giving them the number and and most people say why do i have to explain myself to somebody but the explanation is what shut them up Mm -hmm. and if you had a product behind you you had like i'm a foodie person like i I, yeah i I do this for a living i'm doing this i have so many people that write me and say you need a food blog and i'm like i always brush it off because i'm like what am i another Tampa food blogger and then but then I'm like bro I have so many people in my okay. inbox they're like but hey th- I'm going I'm coming to town this day or hey I like I want to go on a day or hey I want to yeah. do with my girl and I'm they're always coming to me so I'm like you know like obviously there's something that they no. know you know I hate to say this yeah. but it, no somebody it. does some everyone does everything yeah but how many of them actually look good you know I'm gonna leave here I'm gonna be like Bro, no, seriously. <laughs> I just play. Everything changes in the in in the the world with the business world. So everything changes when the person looks good. No one cares. That's For example, I'm a nail tech. Point. I'm a nail tech. When the nail tech is an old Asian fat lady, no one cares. When they get me, it's usually like, oh wow, you speak English. Oh wow, you 
you look normal mm-hmm. wow all of a sudden my value my credibility goes up yeah it's always people that are doing less than you that has the most opinions it's true so like you have to take that and just be like okay but you understand this is why i surround myself with people who look like me who act like me who do things like me who have same things because like yeah. they're not going to tell you that yeah. and to me it starts off with you surrounding yourself with people that look like you act like you when people say that's shallow if i'm big all my family gonna be big <laughs> if you're fit no, the good chance is all your friends are gonna be fit yeah you have all your friends i've seen I'm like yeah they're good people they like, have to be yeah. because like i don't want to talk about our insecurities i know everyone has insecurities yeah but it's normal it's like i'm having a fat week it's normal to say that yeah but you say that to a big person it's like you can't say that you can't most, you look most fine. friends you can't exactly and i don't want to hear that because yeah. to me what when i say something and you're saying it's fine it's fine for you looking at me but it's not good for me like people would tell me like when i said oh i was dropping too many f-bombs in the first podcast they're like oh it's fine bro it's good you should be you you see you can say that to me because my mistakes is your entertainment but my mistakes is my consequences that i live with that's true and do you live and suffer with this consequence you don't i wake up every day i deal with the consequences yeah. so when someone's telling you a criticism you have to look at it as is this harming me or benefiting me? Yeah. And who is telling me this? What's Where do you stand in life to be telling me this? And this mm-hmm. is why I don't take advice from anyone who isn't doing better than me. If you're not doing better than me, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. If you, if I ask you advice about cars, your car better be all swooped up. That's true. If I'm asking about workout, you better have the nice gluteus maximus thing going because I, it gotta, it has to make sense. That's a great point. I've never really looked at it. I'm, I like, I never really look at who is the one who you have, giving me it's that. A yeah, must because you know most people they always say that people treat people how you want to be treated. I, it's unfortunate, yeah. but like people don't do that. People treat you like what they what they they're traumatized by what they're yeah. what they're comfortable with yeah. like why are you saying that why are you doing that no 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 you should do this i'm like listen to you look at you you don't even have a peaceful love life why are you telling me how to love that's true so it's really really tricky and who you love because i feel like most people don't realize who you keep around you i listen to how people criticize me and it's like are you being real with me or are you just trying to make are you me- are you reflecting your insecurities on me so how long would you say you feel like you started thinking like this though like, like maybe made- two months ago yeah. hardcore like hardcore where i will look at the person and be like, i feel like you talking? woke up i really you woke did. the f up you know i woke up you did i was like so what what was your like when you met this person my segue to getting where we're at right now yeah I, i'm very upfront i'll literally okay. tell everyone hey i'm talking to someone it's kind of serious i'm not really looking for anything serious the only room i have in my life right now is to be friends if you cannot be my friend because i know people are very sensitive with the friend word yeah they don't even bother because if i'm gonna friend you and you're gonna make me feel some type of way this is not gonna work and i'm also not gonna lead you on and you make me feel some type of way either yeah because people tend to do that i don't lead people on i don't like that yeah i try not to be that way if i have a slip up then it's on my own i i i, I deal with it but i generally do not do that because i struggle with with um being like my niceness to guy friends like comes off like oof like I to me yeah no it's bad and i, I hate it because i'm like no like i just have that like like i like to say but you have, it's right off the back you have to. Uh-huh. And, like the thing with men i realize they're really big into agreements so the right off the back you shake your hands basically can you be my friend or not i'm not trying to be funny but i want to lead you on i have i've dealt with this for the past god yeah. knows how long and if i say this to you and you're offended this is why we can't be friends but if you agree and you understand cool 
but the most part is people don't keep up with their bargain women and men like women will say that and then yeah. in time usually hump the guy because she yeah. likes his vulnerability side and all that crap yep you have to they become emo- you become emotional buffers for each other in yes other ways. which is the downfall and like don't make me don't just don't i don't yeah i even feel an ounce of that i'm out because yeah I'm, at the end of the day i'm no one's i'm no one's bitch i'm yeah. gonna say that i'm gonna accept that and I refuse to be, I don't like to hang out and be the only girl in the group. When I was yeah. younger, I thought it was cool to be the, the boy girl in the group. I don't want to be that. Yeah. That looks like a gangbang about to happen. Like, that's not my thing. Ew. Yep. So for me, I think it's really important how my group carries herself, how everyone carries himself. And I need everyone to be on board. And when people start being a certain, I don't like it. I'm like, yeah. are we friends or not? I'm not going to give the world mixed signals because that makes me look disgusting. And any guy that I'm friends with will like, yeah, she's literally just my friend. Yeah. And if you don't correct people when they ask about me, mm-hmm. that's another reason why I would, I will. Oh, uh, and that's a big one. Cause a lot of guys love to like, you know, they like to not give a clear answer. That way they look a certain I way. Don't, ew. My thing is like, I have a lot of friends guys and girls but do i have like genuine guy friends not too many because if i feel like there's an ounce that you could want to hump me when i'm drunk or like in a dumb moment Mm -hmm. you're not my friend then because you're waiting for a vulnerable moment you're right that's not a real friend i'm sorry yep and if someone says oh well why would i be friends with a girl then you're childish because i could (laughs) easily be friends with a guy who would you say you look at in as an influence for you i don't when it comes to not even nobody like famous you don't have anybody oh i like uh doja cat she's so funny but do you feel like i feel like you do more than what doja cat does like well like you don't have like a business person or anything that you're like you know what no i don't because i feel like everyone's too much of one thing like you find someone who finds a passion they're too hardcore about it and i think you sometimes you gotta be a little relaxed about it yeah like there if i if somebody likes to do mary Kay, they do too shoving it down my throat yeah if they are an, a musician it's always music 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 something's got to be more of you i don't want to just see your your perfection pictures i want to see your humor i want to see your intelligence yeah, i no. can see that so yeah so i always wonder who did you take as like um influencer I don't, like, you know? I don't know anymore it's really hard for me to guide my way through it especially with like for example the music industry it's just no like yeah. kendrick like everyone wants- that was a great point that you said that when you were telling me i was like you know what that's so true why is everyone shoving kendrick lamar's new album down my throat when every word is the n-word when i can't even i haven't say- heard i haven't heard not even one song i can't even say the n-word you can't sis. why would i want to learn the lyrics and learn the clean version <laughs> you're so right i haven't even heard not one song though it makes me like no i don't walk around like there's this, this comedian that was like it's funny how everyone can just throw the n-word around and make it normalized but then like i can't walk around like, yo chinks what's up chinks no you're yo, right chinks or what's up spit yeah like, like, yeah nah so we why, can't do that why is everyone shoving music down my throat and telling me you should listen to it? it's relatable you made a great point when you brought that up i was like damn she's so right people make me mad i mean i really just it's because people goes with the crowd sis so it's like i refuse to go with the crowd i will never because you know what there's a reason why it's a crowd because y'all are lost yeah and you're following what what other people are creating yeah i create my own i don't care whether people are there or not because yeah. like the sales from amazon isn't people from tampa so that tells me already i don't care what the people from tampa follow me or not yeah where's the furthest uh that you got somebody buying from like uh we're washington that's so cool Dude, that was cool i love that i was like uh, Washington? Yes. Oh, Washington. Hello. I love it. Hello. No, um, what was I gonna say? Um, with the pink salt, is this where 
Okay, ideally, to reel it in, what what do you, what's your end? I don't know what my end is, honestly. Okay. Right now, I know like the salt is doing so well. I want to get it to a distributor so that okay. I don't have to go knock on every door myself. Okay. But right now, I'm trying to organically grow it with the Amazon sales, the e-com world. Yeah. I also want to get into all the restaurants. Like, Just do the normal stuff I can do without stressing myself. So by the time a okay. distributor picks it up, the brand is recognizable. Okay. You know, and it's also one of those things where I was able to watch it grow from like a little jar to this. So it's what is it? This is how it started. No, you weren't around for it, but when it first started, it was in like a little mason jar. Really? Yeah. Was it always called the op- no? Right? No, it, wasn't it went pizza, through. You, it went remember through. that one time you picked it? it was like yeah, I was ready to. Th- I was ready to throw <laughs> that shelf over. I was like. Uh-uh. And no. I was at a bodega, too. I was, like, waiting. I was, yeah. like, waiting for you to you respond. You so funny. I was, like, I recognize this, like, little face. And then you're, like, sis, that's ours. I'm, that like, oh, ours. okay. Yeah, we I was, been- like, so I don't need to knock this no, over. No, you don't have to. But it was in a little spice jar originally. And I just didn't like how, like, the, no one would ever tell us that it could be better. Like, I had to sit there and was, like, you know, we got to do better. Like, this was how it looked originally. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Yeah. But it was like... It was I can see that like at the bars, like, you know, because it it's like convenient, it but like this is more sexy. This is sexy. And it's like the other products look like this, but the ingredients is it was what is amazing. But that yeah. right there is ideal. Like, that's for like farmer's market and stuff. No one's yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. And I don't want to be taken seriously. Yeah. I'm a grown person. Mm. No, you're doing great. I feel like I think honestly, you're doing great. Honestly, too. No, I feel like you're gonna help me be great because apparently I'm a basic. You're not basic, bro. I think that you're just getting out of a relationship and you're just finding yourself. I again. am, like, dude. This is like such an interesting stage right now in my life. Like, I'm about to be 35 next Saturday. But you better make time for me. That's the rat. <laughs> um, I had to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> but no, it's a it's a cool stage. I don't know. It's a fun stage. And I, you're playing a really big role of like having myself look like, okay, what are you doing? Like you said, you're comfortable. You're doing this. You're doing that. Literally, when I went home, like I was drunk today. But the next day when I sobered <laughs> up, I was like, damn, she's right. Like there's so many times, obviously, though, that I leave with you. Um, whenever we're together like there's been so many conversations that we've had that i i come back and i'm like damn you know what she's right i need to like look you made me look i'm like you need to be doing more like look how much angela's like doing bro like like they always say oh i wish i was like beyonce you have the same 24 hours as her like i have the same 24 hours as you i just how do i yeah you know i feel like um that's what i was saying in the first one i just i'm not gonna shove what i learned down people's throat but I do see a lot of potential in a lot of people, and I'm, I don't think I'm Tony. I don't think I'm anybody. I just think that I'm gonna do this journey regardless whether anyone approves it or not. Yeah, I can do it with people that I love, and I can help anyone, or I can do it selfishly alone and just die alone with this because I don't plan on having kids. So, who am I gonna pass this knowledge down to? Is that ever gonna change? No. Or are you stuck on that? I'm so stuck on it. Really? What if I have ugly kids? No one's gonna love my kids Sis, besides you're me. Not gonna if I have ugly kids, Sis, think about it. The world ugly. would you're not, not love. ugly though, so that's not gonna happen. Sometimes it skips a generation. My grandma is not good looking. My grandma looks like the manatees that I've been seeing on Wednesdays, okay? Get the <laughs> you be having the best Wednesdays, by the way. I'd be like at my desk, I'm like, damn. What is she eating now? Like I was like Wednesday's the only. I love social. it. You make a good time for your like your only day to. off. It's that's your only day time. off, right? Yeah, yeah. For now, for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good though. Yeah. No, but that should make me laugh. Kids are scary, man. I just. Can't. I don't think you're gonna have ugly kids, though, sis. But you're really stuck on that, like I'm none. Stuck. It's not even. It's multiple things. Is that I see the genes in my family, 
I have stretch marks from being like overweight before. Like okay. my, you know, my, you know, most women like are inner yeah, thighs yeah. or ass and stuff like that. I have stretch marks in my. But back. that's enough inner style. Uh, enough. Like you, yeah, you're like no other area. I don't like want enough. it in my belly. I don't want and and to me, like people try to say like it's beautiful. It's beautiful when the person who gave you the stretch marks is still in your life because they know that you got a baby out of it with the two of you together. But with the next guy who jumps in and sees you for your face value and sees your stomach, people are shallow. Men are very shallow, especially alpha men who are looking at women and like, that's not my child. Yeah. That's I didn't make those stretch marks. And like people don't want to talk about you that. You think most men like um who was it even wasn't Kendrick that just said it? Yeah. Like the song a few years show ago. Show me something about Yeah, so ass. yeah. Like so you don't think that this sh- you don't okay. think that's genuine? The the stretch marks was on the ass when he said that, by the way. It was in a music video and it was like stretch marks on the ass. That's true. It didn't say the belly. The belly <laughs> means you created a whole life with another human being because you were dumb enough to have a baby with them. That's what that really means. Yeah. That's how men look at it. And, like, everyone tries to justify it. And, like, um, for most women, don't bounce back from the recovery of being pregnant. Most people mm-hmm. carry the anger, the bitterness, the body weight, the scars, yep. uh, the trauma. All the emotion, Yeah, all the, all and, the and, stuff that goes on. And for you want a new guy to jump in and be like, take me for what I am. I know exactly what I want. And if you don't give me what I want, I don't want you. And the guy's looking at you like, you have this, this, this. Why the hell would I want to be with you? And there's a younger girl with less standards, less thoughts, and less questions. Yeah. Why would the guy want to be with you? And most people try to deny It's rare that. the one who does. Yeah. Beta guys don't count. Yeah. I will never talk about betas because I'm not a beta and I don't I don't care for beta guys. So that's why I was saying that I don't care for the minority vote. I'm talking Have about you the ever majority dated people. A, a beta? Heck yeah, I was a beta. Mm-hmm. I would say recently within this year, I found myself. A lot of people will tell you, like, if you meet him from my past, like, that's not who Angela was before. I made like a whole 180. Yeah. Who you know now? No, I've seen it. And, and, and this little time frame that I have known you. I'm not the same person I was, like, not even a year ago, two months ago, five months ago. I've drastically changed. Yeah. The you way have. I myself, the way I talk, the way that I allow people to look at me, I'm not the same. Yeah. And the people that I, I used to date skater boys, for God's sake, skaters. Really? And there's nothing wrong with skater boys if you like the simple, casual lifestyle. I can't the push and kick it. lifestyle yeah. push kick and coast like yeah. i'm not a push kick and coast type of girl i'm like a plan do done happy celebrate type of girl yeah. and like my exes were skaters and like they were great they were great they have they have big hearts mm-hmm. they just don't have any pressure to do they live a very like zen hippie chill life. Chill yeah, yeah, yeah 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 there like, you go do I come the word off I was as a chill hippie chick like i'm not like that anymore i want bed frames on my bed i don't want my mattress on the floor <laughs> I want to separate my clothes. Oh. I don't want it to be all mixed in one. I just saw the the guys that you said me that you're like I watched their videos. They're, they're funny. Yeah. He was like I the one of the memes was uh one of the tweets was like I met this guy, and his room was like in the middle of the just in the middle of the bed of like the room. Yeah. Like it wasn't touching any walls. It was weird. <laughs> That's so like, true. I just I what know. is that like? Uh, is that like a thing that just as men get older, it becomes important for them later on? What? Like most guys don't have bed frames and shit like that. You know, with him is like I have I have a, a about two or three other guy friends his same exact age, completely different. But see, but like, are they good looking? Yeah, and they've screwed around. They're f boys. They were f boys. Yeah, like. Do they have but kids? No. See, kids changed everything. 
No, when I guess get, that's when you true. Have a that's daughter, true. You wake up for most. That's men, so true. For the most part, because when you look at your daughter, you realize like, I don't want my daughter to grow up to be this way. I don't want my daughter to be the girls that I'm screwing over. Yeah. And me, it, it just wakes you up. And for the most part, if you have a daughter and you haven't grown up, you're a chump because a daughter should definitely signify like open up your eyes to respect that you do to other women. Do you think uh, like, what about if they have a son? Is it less? No. Like? When they have a son, it they they t- they give him tough love generally so it's That's just like true. i don't want my son to be a bitch so i'm not gonna like hug him and kiss him all day long as opposed to your dog do you treat your dog like a princess but my ex used to hugging he was he was a good amount of affection with his son. there's a good amount of affection it's not like i'm gonna yeah, yeah. use the kid but there's not but like, it's it's the girl it's having a daughter that changes you because the perspective because when you have a daughter when you're a man your daughter is the only woman that would love you unconditionally with no malicious intent yeah with no like no other thing it's just daddy like that's what they love yeah. And, like, when women love men, there's an incentive to it. You want my money. You want my pocket. You want my looks. You want this. What is it? Yeah. And that's why men strive harder to make money, to to please the woman that he feel like he deserves, that he wants to be with. But let's say the guy was like, I don't care about women. Why would he even care about making money and doing all this stuff? He's mm-hmm. okay with hanging out with his homeboys. Yeah. That's just simple. Like, men are so simple that I feel like we've complicated it. You it, think so? I really feel like it because I... I think that you people just complicate. You think that most thing most things with them are just black and white, but as women, we're always trying to like because get more than what it is. Because like, like you're when women ask questions about men, and you hear they hear the truth, they'll find the truth and dig it out of like a beta guy. Well, the well, like not all men are like that. Okay, are you talking about which guy are you trying to aim after? Most women don't have a directive era which you're aiming for. Most men want the highest value woman, which is yeah. I want this chick that does this good girl freaking bad but quiet but funny characteristics um has something over passionate yeah women i just want a good guy yeah because it's because because i have daddy issues i just want a good guy mm-hmm. i just want him who pays half my rent that's it that's not a good thing i, I want uh, and the only time they ever know what they want is when they've had kids when women have kids they wake up i want this this, this they, they can name a, a list five bullet points of things they want mm-hmm. you ask a young 21 year old what do you want a guy I just want a good tall guy. <laughs> yeah, just a tall guy. And that's like that's it. I mean, if he had a car, that's yeah. cool too. Because they haven't lived to say I need him to have lived and grown. Mm-hmm. Have a car, but make sure you upgrade when it's time to upgrade. Yeah. Thirty plus. Why do you still oh, have God. missing hubcaps, sir? Oh God, early. Why are you still at Eden popping bottles when you don't When you have no have, business popping bottles. When you don't Eden even before. have a sun pass, sir. Yeah. So, uh, but those are the standards that only a woman. Oh but no, you think God. little girls know about that? Little <laughs> girls are usually like, I mean, I love him for who he is. And then she gets hurt, cheated on, broken, used and abused. And all of a sudden it wakes up, wakes up, wakes yeah. up. Because women date one guy at a time and learn the mistakes as they go. And as you're learning the mistakes, you're racking up the body count. And for men, <sighs> they just have this reputation of being a whore. So they're dating multiple girls at one time. So they're getting different perspectives of different women she's wifey she's a slut she's boring she's boring she's cool and so they're they're seeing what they like and don't like she has potential but she's just too having having too much fun yeah they see those things and they're putting it in calendar so the, at the end of the day they're looking for the bullet points of things that they want in a relationship do you think though that it's possible for a good-looking guy to be like loyal to one woman even though he has all this you know, all these other options that are when, coming at him? Yeah, for sure. You when you so? find the right woman, you will. Yeah. So you think that they're, they, because, like, I struggle with, 
I know a lot of people that are married. Mm-hmm. I've been married for a long time. Or, or even being in the corporate world before I worked from home most of the time. Like, I used to go to happy hours and I used to see some crazy see, stuff. You don't know the truth in reality. Because you see two good-looking couple for whether you are surface value. Most strong women are not submissive in bed. And that's a big factor that most women don't understand. Like, you're dating an alpha guy who wants his dick sucked sloppy. Yeah. And you're doing it like, I'm a high-value woman. I'm not going to be down to doing that sloppy second da-da-da-da-da. This is so funny because I feel like I'm not, like, I haven't lived, I never had a hosting and I've never had a one-night stand. But, like, I'll be that for my man. Like, I don't, like, I'm comfortable going to that level with. But that's the thing. You're not at a, you don't, you're not at your highest potential yet. So you're not at a point where you feel like I'm having to constantly check myself to not act too superior in bed. Okay. Because I'm feeling, why should I? Why should I do that? Yeah. Like, Kim Kardashian, she's a starfish because she feels like, why should I put in so much work to throw it back? Big girls, you know why big girls are even an option when it comes to being a side girl? Because they will put in that work. Because they put in work. They throw it back. <laughs> any crease, any crack. So by all means, I don't yeah. care where you stick it in at. They don't care. Yeah. And like two good looking couples are two alphas. And for the most part, somebody's going to have to budge. And yeah. women generally don't want to budge because they're feeling like, why should I? Yeah. Why should I? And that's why like you see good looking women. Like, for example, Megan Fox goes yeah. for MGK because he will lick her toes till there's no more toenail polish. <laughs> Yeah, because she so they, you you this whole stage of like that you're seeing like the Kardashians they all these guys that are just not on their level. You think the it's Kardashians because, are a joke? Let me say yeah, why they, are. they have money, and that's it. And they think that money is everything. But mind you, they all have daddy issues. Courtney Kardashian has, has all these kids with this guy, and no one has ever put a ring on her. And I'm supposed to sympathize for the fact that you never found love, yeah. and that you're so in love with Travis Barker now. And that's my boo, by the way. Tra- Travis Barker is cool for Blink 182. What? That, that's fine, whatever. But he's more infatuated with her than Absolutely. he is with him. That's true. So at the end of the day, that is not a healthy relationship to me yeah. because then they a man should be here. A woman should be right, just right below him to where, like, she could step over him if she even put in a couple more steps. What do you mean the woman needs to be right here in what sense? In a sense where your partner needs to know that she could step on my balls, but she's submissive. And do you want to be in charge of your man or do you want your man to be in charge of you? No, I get it. Yeah, because I absolutely, I want a man that could... You know. I don't want to know that I'm going to, like, if something bad happens, I want to be able to make mistakes and my partner catches me. Yeah. And if you're with a partner where he's beneath you, how is he going to catch your mistakes? Yeah. And how are you going to respect a guy when he can't catch your mistakes? Like, what if you forget to pay the mortgage or something? And first of all, why would you be paying the mortgage as That's a woman? Such, what do you mean, though? Like, you don't, you you rather the man be paying, like, actually going in and paying the bills? What? What do you mean? I, here's why I tell you this. I come from all of my... Like, in my family, um, like, the woman's paying the bills, not, like, just the money. That's the problem. But the woman's the one, like, in my, like, in my parents, my parents were married 30-something years, whatever. Like, but that's the, that's the era they grew up in. That was okay. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Parents, they grew up in a different era. We grew up in a different era where being independent as a woman is only good to attract what you want. But to continue the relationship, being the independent woman, why is your man there for? You're taking all the responsibility off of him. My job as a woman is basic. You're, let's say, like, for me, I create all the success. I do all these things to be alpha so that I can attract the alpha guy. Okay. Once the alpha guy steps in, 
he's spoiling me. He's paying for things. He's doing things that I shouldn't have to yeah. do. In return, what am I doing? Sexual favors, being submissive, yeah. being cute. But at the same time, he can look at me and be like, my girl could be a badass boss bitch. Yeah, it's a great point that you mentioned because I have a lot of homegirls um, that are like single now as well and I go out with them and I kind of cringe because I'm like they don't know how to dial it down yeah. and I'm like that's not attractive to guys like like the no. way that you handle yourself it's not attractive. and a lot of times and you know maybe I shouldn't say this because they probably end up watching this podcast <laughs> but a lot of times when I'm out I'm the one who gets approached because I not that I'm like cocky about it but I dial it down like I don't feel the need to be like you know, like, no, I'm going to buy these shots. Right? Yeah. No, like, I'm just saying, like, if I do they don't that, know how to dial it down. If you choose to do that with any guy, like, I would do that if I know in no way how I'm ever, I'm not going to have sex with you. Yeah. Because once I pay for a guy, we're just yeah. friends. Because that was 50-50. Yeah. But when you're screwing me, it's not 50-50, sir. Yeah. I'm sorry. You take care of the masculine part. I take care of the feminine part. Okay. Like, say someone puts a rock on you that's wifey salary there so therefore you're gonna be cooking cleaning giving blowjobs let's say you decide you want to have a kid those are all compensated thing that an average person gets paid for so sarah gets paid for so you, all that stuff when you when you find your guy you are you don't like believe in a certain level of 50 50 or i think that you think 50 50 as aggressive to like him paying 50 if we're paying the bills 50 50 that's a roommate and a roommate don't even ask you where the hell I'm going. One. Really? Yes. And for any woman who pays 50% of the rent, 50% of the electricity bill, where's the love and creed then? Where's the creed? There's no creed. So that means if I don't pay my portion of the rent, you don't love me? I think that's stupid. For me, it's like you pay the rent. You take care of, let's say, like your man, like something breaks in the house. You fix it. Yeah. You pay the, 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 the bill stuff. And for women, you fill the fridge up. You give blowjob. You clean. You you have kids. Okay. Those are things that are compensated in reality when they're not in a relationship. For surrogates get paid for having a kid. Mm -hmm. Maids get paid for cleaning. Prostitutes get paid for getting blowjobs. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this for free? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, as a woman, when you're doing all of that, and let's say you're not getting affection on top of that, don't you feel like you're doing a lot? Yeah. Why are you not getting compensated then? So for me, it's I don't think people realize that how you carry yourself in a relationship really matters and how you look at your partner and what your goal is. Like you have to ask you, what is my goal with this person? Mm -hmm. And most people don't see that. They just say, well, I'm just going to take it how it goes. If Murphy Law never fails, anything bad that will happen, can't we'll happen, will it. happen. And you're letting this guy say, well, she doesn't really have any goals, so we'll just see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Why is that okay? So you, would, you wouldn't ever... Like, if you found the guy who you feel like was the one for you, you and, and let's say that situation changed for him and he's no longer in a position to be the alpha because he's no longer, like, whatever, the business. His business doesn't do any, it, like, starts doing bad. What Then what? What do you mean? Like, like I leave him, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. See, I think there's a time frame for... There's a downfall, and then there's just people just giving up. And if okay. something fails, and I don't see you actively working on something okay. else, then I can see it failing. Like, that's on you, bud. Mm -hmm. Like, you're the one that's messing up. And there's this point where you're just lazy, and you're bumming off, and the babe can take care of this. Can take there's, a, there's a hiccup. There's, like, a like a depression. Yeah. It happens. I get that. But there's a certain extent where, like, a decade goes by, and someone doesn't have a job, and they don't have a whale for, like, what? Yeah. Is this person so you don't think, a, uh, like me somebody that's in the corporate world nine to five ish would benefit 
from an entre- being in a relationship with entrepreneur. Like that, you don't think that Benefit, you can see yes, that, or you don't see that they could that could work. It could work if you are willing to take the L. But with how much opportunities there are for women nowadays, uh-huh. they'd be like, "Why would I sit around and wait for you when there's another guy out there?" Yeah, like Jeff Bezos' wife sat through there for all those journeys with the mm-hmm. him being in the garage and like him being this and that and him being a little nerd or whatever. Mm-hmm. She sat through that. There was also no other options. Amazon did not exist. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if there's not a trap star here, there's another trap star somewhere else. Why would I wait for you? Yeah. Generally, people don't wait. Yeah. And if you do, you have to be involved. But most women are not going to wait for a guy. And most guys aren't going to wait for women either. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that this I think the women wait for a guy more than, like, way more often than what. Yeah, but then you would penalize the guy. So it's, so it's for me. Yeah, for me, true. I don't like to keep people in my life if I'm going to treat them like a prisoner. Even if I have someone around, like, if I'm not happy with them, I still treat them with compassion. It's if when you say treat them like a prisoner, what what do you mean by that? Hold things over their head, okay. say bash them currently, like don't keep them in your life. You got to let them go. Like the pain their pain comes in different ways. Yeah. I'm going to be pain whether you leave me or I'm going to be pain in agony every day in increments because you're not supporting me and also you're bashing me. What's what how do you distinguish um from holding something over somebody's head as opposed to um like reminding them and saying like hey like i've done see that's something that i don't think most people don't understand that's like that's a that's a words play type of things i don't believe in holding things over people's head okay me when you bring something valuable to the table to the Uh room it should question people so and this is where i'm super strategic and most people don't agree with this method where i take the l in a lot of things in a sense where if i'm in a relationship with somebody and i'm cleaning and i'm cooking and all this person and this guy comes home and he has an attitude mm-hmm. and he was like like what what's your problem and mm-hmm. i'm like in that moment you have the this is where women go wrong you get emotionally angry and you're yeah. like fuck this fuck that da, da, da. see now you lose and this is part where you have to play victim america loves victims this is probably like you know babe i do this i do that and sometimes it really bothers me that you do this and i i just thought that you would understand for me and most women don't come at it that way because you have to make the person feel like crap yeah. In order for them to learn, if they love you, they would change because yeah. like the value that you bring to the table would be a lot. And they, as a man, when they look at you, they're realizing she did this, 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 and you never went through in his face because when someone asks you, what's your problem? And that's your chance to say what you're feeling, not throw it or hold it over their head. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're holding stuff over someone's head, you don't know the process. You don't, you're not trusting the process. Then mm-hmm. you're not giving that person the chance to prove to you what they can do or that they give up. Or whatever's going on. You're you're beating them to it. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. But just letting you know, I paid this month's rent. So better beat the clock, buddy. Okay, so I used to have a big um, argument about this in um, in one of my relationships. Because they were like, oh, you're, you, you're throwing this over my head. But it was always in a situation where, like, wow, I can't believe that you're doing this. Or that you haven't communicated, you know, X, Y, Z to me. But yeah, here I am. And I've done this now. Like, you know, and it was always like, Oh, you're throwing this in my face. And to me, it was like, no, it's like a reminder. Like, how would you, try, how would you dare to treat somebody like this when, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was your, so it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. And due to the fact that you already don't value yourself at a high, like I told, we spoke about this thing. You don't value yourself high enough to where you're confused. You're like, wait, I don't get this. So when you're coming at that person, you're already coming in offended mad there's so much emotions at the point that you're not even delivering the message you're delivering anger betrayal Mm -hmm. so the message is no longer delivered and i know you are infamous for that and the reason why i know this is you're probably going to hate me for this i'm just Mm going to say it when the group chat when you're like give me back those bracelets oh yeah that is a joke Uh but in a formal way let's say it was serious 
that's that's Indian giving, and mm-hmm. that's one of the most unhealthiest form of communication that most yeah. people do, because it's almost equivalent to let's say you have kids with a guy, and you're like, you know what? I'm taking the kids away. You can't be like that. Yeah. Sometimes you, there's a there's a, a chess game that you have to play. You gotta let the, the the pieces fall together, and you gotta let people show their ugly face before you say anything mm-hmm. and the thing with women is that we're so used to being hurt we're so used to being annoyed and angry and frustrated because we're always taking the l yeah but taking the l and not communicating it before you hold it over someone's head is wrong also which yeah. is fuck because you're like why I, I was trying to do the bigger person but it's like if you constantly give your money out to a homeless man and you never make it know that you do charity it's not my fault i didn't know that you were spending money on homeless people that yeah. you're trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to make it aware of what you're doing without throwing in someone's face mm-hmm. and with that being said for example like what what did you do to your ex that you felt like you were doing so much of that he didn't appreciate oh girl they name like two things um i was always i just probably shouldn't say this i was always the one the most stable one um like financially financially and i was always the one there um more consistently when he needed somebody to just watch his his son you see but that's the foundation for that method is already off because you are already the sole provider so you were basically being the man who's being the woman at that point so you were trying to find stability in a foundation that was already rocky because the guy had a kid and you're being the sole provider so what are you trying to get you're trying to get someone to appreciate you when he himself doesn't appreciate that no real man is okay with a woman taking care of his responsibilities. Yeah. No real man. So the fact that if you're trying to find fairness in it for him to understand for you, he doesn't even understand for himself. Yeah. Because any guy that I deal with, like for example, if I fight mm. to pay a bill with a guy and he actually lets me pay, we're never fucking, we're never having sex. I don't care if this is just our first time meeting, yeah. but that tells me that even like a gentleman, we're like, I know we're just meeting, but consider this like our first time, like it's okay, let me pay for it. Mm-hmm. Prove to me that you can be a sole provider, that you can be this way because my company is not free. My time is not free. My energy is not free. My body is not free. And today, like, we are the one that gets mileage put on us, not mm-hmm. men. Men can have sex with a bunch of people and it's credibility. Like, oh, he's he's a shop boy. He's a cut yeah. shop boy. Not for women. So I'm already, my body is at count, is at stake. So why don't I get to have the upper hand in that? And you do technically have the upper hand, but when you get into a relationship with a guy where he is depending on you there's no stability in it there's no room for you to be like appreciate me baby yeah. he doesn't appreciate himself mm-hmm. so that was already off that's completely off because let's say you get a relationship with a guy where where you where you go to do anything he, oh, no, let, me, let me get that for you yeah and let's say the one time he doesn't do it for you and you do it for yourself he's gonna notice it and he's like oh wait i'm sorry babe so therefore if you were at value would you even have to tell a guy or would he just know oh yeah i wouldn't have to tell you him. wouldn't have to and mm-hmm. that's my 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 thing and like my theory is like bring the value you want to attract and if you bring a certain value to a table people would know like no there's a reason why i communicate with people there's a reason why i, ca- I make sure that people understand my my thought process is because if i'm displaying it to you and you don't give it back mm-hmm. i'm like i communicate on time with you i I do this all the time and you're not giving me that so i'm going to retract because they are already at fault by the time i bring it to their attention because i'm doing all the right steps yeah and they're like oh you're this oh wait no 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 if i'm not mistaken you're not coming up to your end of the bargain and men hate to be called a bitch 
you've done a great job. Stop. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so glad you have me out here. I'm I know so we've been talking about I this know, for a while. Time thing, but whatever. No, I know. We've, and we talked about this when you first mentioned it. So I'm excited I finally came and did yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad you did it because I feel like we got to say a lot today. Yeah, we got the tortillas slapped in our face. Although we did, we did not. really good. We only slapped. You did it once, and I did once. Yeah, I did skip a couple times. I heard you say like, but I was like, ah, she's in a good topic. Right oh, now. then you should have slapped me. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I say that a lot. You know, I took Toastmasters. That's uh, my my job. What is that? Oh, so Toastmasters is like a thing that most companies do. That like they go and you meet with groups and they teach you how to like talk in like public. Oh wow! Like, cause it's in you. A lot of times when you're in the corporate, you know, you have to do meetings and all that. I actually stuff. love public speaking, which is really. Like, I mean, I can see how that you do. So I you don't. It doesn't make you nervous. Mm-hmm. I used when I was younger. I did like the news channel, and you know, when you're in school and uh-huh. you speak like to the news. I was in. The, I did wasn't when I was in elementary though. I used to love doing that. I, I, I can ner- see that. I wasn't the same way though, but I was super shy. But I had this idea what I thought I looked. Like. I didn't look like it, but I mean, it felt good. My ego inside my head was like, ah. So this feels comfortable for you. You went from day one, and you did it. Yeah, I feel more comfortable now. I was really nervous the first time. That's why I dropped so many f bombs. But I'm doing better now. You did really good. Yeah. Alrighty. But thank you for coming out. Hey. Um, my name is.